Welcome to the Worship Generation Radio Ministry with Pastor Joey Baran, a ministry of Worship Generation Church in Fountain Valley, California. For more information, please visit us at www.worshipgeneration.com. Now let's join Pastor Joey as we study through the Bible. Sometimes guys like Zeba, they do get away with everything. They get away with everything. They lie to the king and get away with it. They throw Mephibosheth under the bus and get away with it. And they end up with everything. They end up with more than even sought in the first place. And what are you going to do? The closest someone like this guy gets to heaven is this. And the closest someone like Mephibosheth gets to hell is this. So you see... Ours is about the eternal kingdom. Ours is storing up treasures in heaven where thieves and moth do not destroy. Because Ziba is a thief and he will steal and he will destroy. And he may end up with everything. Because as I get older, I've been thinking about this. Because when you're 40, you think you might just see justice on planet earth before you step into eternity. When you're 40, you think like that. Hey, you never know. But when you're 60, you're kind of like, probably not. Probably not. We know right and wrong. We know light and darkness and we know truth and falsehood because Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. Now Shimei is the second guy. This guy, oh my goodness, Shimei. Verse 5, now when King David came to Bahurim, there was a man from the family of the house of Saul. So another guy from Saul whose name was Shimei, the son of Gera, coming from there. He came out cursing continuously as he came and he threw stones at David and all the servants of the King David. And all the people and all the mighty men were on his right hand, on his left. And also Shimei said thus when he cursed, Come out, come out, you bloodthirsty man, you rogue. The Lord has brought upon you all the blood of the house of Saul in whose place you've reigned. And the Lord has delivered the kingdom to the hand of Absalom, your son. So now you're caught in your own evil because you're a bloodthirsty man. Then Abishai, that's Joab's brother, the son of Zariah, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Please let me go over and take off his head. And he meant it. He meant it. Verse 10, but the king said, what have I to do with you, sons of Zeruiah? So let him curse, because the Lord has said to him, curse David. Who then shall say, why have you done so? And David said to Abishai and all his servants, see how my son who came from my own body seeks my life? How much more may this Benjamite let him alone and let him curse? For so the Lord has ordered him. It may be that the Lord will look upon my affliction, that the Lord will repay me with good for his cursing this day. And as David and his men went along the road, Shimei went along the hillside opposite him and cursing as he went, threw stones at him and kicked up dust. Now the king and all the people with him became weary, so they refreshed themselves there. So this is guy number two, Shimei. Shimei came out and cursed. So Ziba is the bold-faced liar. He, he's just about self-advancement. He's about the money. He gets everything. And uh, you just got to know there's deceivers like that. You got to test them and not let them come in your world. But this guy, Shimei, is different. This is the in-your-face cursor. He's in-your-face cursing you. This is that woman who curses you to your face. Hey, He's not talking bad behind your back, or she's not talking bad behind your back. She's cursing you to your face. So it's not all shady. This is out in the open. So Zima's a a bold-faced liar to your face, but Shimei is cursing you to your face. This is that person that comments in social media on everybody's thing. This is that person who thinks their opinion is the only one that matters, and they're going to give theirs no matter what. And it's what they do all day long. 
Raw Reese just is classic, Pastor Raw. And he has an Instagram account. You know, it's always, it's, yeah. So anyways, he posts stuff. He'll just say stuff. He's like, you know, it's the end of the world. You know, like, uh, this president's an evil man. You know, men don't get pregnant. You know, just all that kind of stuff. And he, he, does, he does all that kind of stuff. And he's got all, he's got people that love him. Like, Raw, you're, you're like, you know, they're like so raw loyal. It's crazy. Like, you know, man for today loyal. Like, just man. But then there's people that hate his guts. And what I've always found interesting about Raul Reese's uh, social media is he doesn't delete anything. Me, like, I get all kinds of ugly stuff. I just go, like, delete. And if I get him again, I just block. But Raul just leaves it there. You know, some people just leave it there, like 500 comments. Remember when people said some bad things about Brian Broderson on YouTube, whatever? And he had, like, 30,000, like, 30, like, people, like, ah, and, like, Thousands of all these things against Brian Burson. I was like, whoa, like who has even time to write this kind of stuff, read this stuff, delete this stuff? Like, this is insane. And it's just people pushing buttons. But in Raw's case, for some reason, even more so than Brian Burson, Raw pushes buttons. It just, I don't know, there's something about Raw Reese that just makes some people so hostile toward him. And there's something about Raul Reese that he doesn't care what anyone thinks because he's been to Vietnam War. He's seen his best friends die in his arms. He's been, you know, his wife's had cancer. Like, he's been threatened by uh, communist guerrillas in Colombia. Like, Raul Reese doesn't care. Like, I say I don't care, but Raul Reese really doesn't care. And he has a lot of shimmy eyes that just, that what they do. This is what shimmy eye does. Shimmy eye goes right there, and they curse you to your face. They curse you to your face. And Shimei is an interesting person because he or she, they don't really have an agenda. Like Shimei, like, let's picture David. David, like, so Shimei, what can I give you to get you to stop cursing me? Can I give you money? Should I, can we do a settlement? Like, we wronged the house of Saul. Here's a settlement. We get an arbitrator at the county courthouse. You get $50,000. You quit cursing me. You don't put comments on my social media. We, we shake hands and call it even. No, Shimei is not like that. We all know Shimei. Shimei doesn't care about the money. Shimei just wants to curse. Shimei is going to give his opinion no matter what. Shimei wants to humiliate you and me and anything good and decent, just, noble, and praiseworthy. Shimei has TV shows with other Shimeis. And they sit around at a table and all they do is curse everything that's good, true, just, noble, and praiseworthy. That's what they do. And if you say, oh, God, silence them all, they'll just, another Shimei will just raise up and replace them. They'll cast another Shimei. Open auditions in New York City today. Who wants to be Shimei in our new morning show? Shimei has come out of everywhere. You never get rid of Shimei. See, the problem is, if you're Brian Broderson or Raw Reese or Joey Brand or anyone else trying to figure out what to do with Shimei, the best thing you can do with Shimei is nothing. You got to ignore Shimei. There's nothing you can do about me. I say, the Lord's allowed Shimei. Like David. David's like, Abishai's like, I'll tell you what we do with Shimei. We cut his head off. David's like, oh, please stop. Don't you realize you kill this Shimei, there's another Shimei coming right over the foothill behind him. If you try and execute Shimei, you sh- strike down one Shimei, they multiply Two shimmyeyes, four shimmyeyes, eight shimmyeyes. It's like a bad movie. It's like a kaleidoscope of shimmyeyes that just keep coming like a nightmare you can't get out of. So what can you do? 
Shimei is not going away. And what's so interesting about Shimei, again, when David comes back to the promised land after his exile, there's Shimei. And Shimei is like, hey, it's all just a big misunderstanding. I have sinned. <laughs> you know, because Shimei will always say he's sorry when he's fighting for his life. Shimei says, I've sinned. I- I've sinned. I was- I shouldn't ever said what I said, so please forgive me. And David's like, whatever. Abishai's <laughs> like, dude, now, let's, right now. Let's just execute this guy right now. And David's like, ah, oh, Abishai, have you learned nothing yet? You wanted to kill him when we're leaving? You want to kill him when we're coming back? Abishai, don't you realize I'm the king? That's what David says. He goes, Abishai, have you not yet realized the kingdom is restored to me? Abishai, I'm the king. This guy is nothing. This guy is nothing. This guy is going to always exist on planet Earth. He's going to live next door to you. She's going to be in the cubicle next to you. She's going to be in the car on the freeway next to you. They're going to be your boss. They're going to be your employee. Shimei never leaves planet Earth until Jesus comes back and establishes his righteous reign on planet Earth. As long as there are sons and daughters of Adam and Eve, Shimei will exist. And he'll exist. She'll exist in our world. And as much as you want to go Abishai, or we want to go Abishai, or I want to go Abishai, that'll never solve the problem. Because there's always another Shimei. There's always another Shimei. And when we have a Shimei in our life, someone cursing us, just undermining us, trying to discredit us, they're, they're doxing us, they're, they're canceling us, it's just, you just, and you're like, when's this ever going to end? It may never end as long as you're alive. Shimei may share a room with you when you're in memory care. Although you probably won't even know it at that time, so it won't be so brutal. (laughs) Shimei is going to be there to the end. Because again, when you're younger, think like, hey, you know, we could just execute one or two Shimeis and life will be good. Actually, they just never... We have to learn from David. We learn from David's mistake with Ziba. Test all things. Don't just presume the first report. But here with Shimei, we have to realize, because David did handle Shimei, right? It's like, look, you guys, stop it. What David is saying, I'll paraphrase, I'm secure in who I am on planet Earth. I'm secure in what God's called me to do. And I'm focused on what I need to do. I don't have time to execute Shimei, and neither do you. The best thing you can do with Shimei is ignore him. Shimei does not know what to do when you ignore Shimei. And the best thing you can ever do is ignore Shimei. But it is tempting to go Abishai because Abishai can execute Shimei. And if Shimei just is drip, 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 drip all the time in your life, you're like, you know what? I'm feeling like Abishai today. But you need to, we need to be like David and just go, you know what? The Lord's allowed it. Let it go. Just let that go. Let that go. Let that go. Let that go. I find it very, ama- very uh, fascinating and amazing that when David came back, he just, he didn't really acknowledge Shimei. He was like, I've sinned. I'm so sorry. And David was like, excuse me. Just, just, outside, oh. you know, uh, but nothing ever happened. And then before David dies, he tells Solomon, look, that Shimei guy, he's a crafty dude. Don't let him leave the city because he'll lead a rebellion against your reign. So if he leaves the city, then do whatever you need to do. Deal with it. But otherwise, just ignore it. And then Shimei agreed after David died. So in David's entire lifetime, Shimei lived down the street cursing him. Privately for sure, probably. Maybe for sure. I don't know. But David let him live. 
But then he warned Solomon, after he stepped into eternity, this guy could be trouble. And Solomon held Shimei accountable. And then in the end, Shimei agreed to the terms by which he could live a, a good, peaceful life with Solomon. And then he violated those terms, and Solomon had him executed. So Shimei actually was eventually executed under the reign of Solomon. But really, Solomon and Shimei is a different story, because this is David's Shimei's story. What happens when you and I are gone from planet Earth? What's that mean to you and me? Like the Bible says, better is a living dog than a dead lion. <laughs> What's that mean to you and me? Our grandkids will figure it all out when we're gone. The next generation, Z, they'll figure it out. If they really think a man gets pregnant and they're going to run the planet in 20 years, well, they'll just have to figure it out. And hopefully our grandkids will be smarter than that to know how to truly figure it out with the Lord. So with Shimei, David never did deal with Shimei. The Lord didn't deal with Shimei when David was alive because, you know, the Lord could take Shimei. Shimei could have a stroke. Shimei could have a heart attack. None of those things happen. David's last day is like, hey, look at there's Shimei in the marketplace. <laughs> that guy. And David stepped into eternity, and Shimei was Solomon's issue which means it's really the Lord's issue. We get so worked up over things that won't even matter when we step into eternity. We need to test Ziba and make sure that guy doesn't keep us from the good things of the kingdom. And we need to know what the truth is and not let lies surround our universe. And with Shimei, just gotta, we gotta ignore him and know that the Lord's allowed him, because David even said the Lord's allowed him. Why are we even going to take him on? And then finally, we have a, a hit the fell, and we close with him, verse fifteen. Meanwhile, absent all the people, the men of Israel came to Jerusalem, and a hit the fell was with them. Hit the fell was David's chief counselor, and so it was when Hushai the archite, David's friend, came to Absalom, that Hushai said to Absalom, "Long live the king! Long live the king!" So Absalom said to Hushai. Absalom said to Hushai, is this your loyalty to your friend? Why did you not go with your friend? And Hushai said to Absalom, no, but whom the Lord and this people and all the men of Israel chooses, his I will be in with the men, uh, him I will remain. So that was all part of the plan from the previous chapter that Hushai would do this. He's a legend. He's undercover for David. Verse 19. Furthermore, whom should I serve? Should I not serve in the presence of his son? As I've served in your father's presence, so I will be in your presence. Then Absalom said to Ahithophel, give advice as to what we should do. And Ahithophel said to Absalom, go into your father's concubines, whom he's left to keep the house. And all Israel hear that you are abhorred by your father. Then the hands of all who are with you will be strong. So they pitched a tent for Absalom on the top of the hill, and Absalom went into his father's concubines in the sight of all Israel. Now, the advice of Ahithophel, which he gave in those days, was as if one had inquired at the oracle of God. So was all the advice of Ahithophel, both with David and with Absalom. So now, this is our final guy of the three, Ahithophel. Now, Ahithophel was David's trusted counselor. He was Bathsheba's grandfather. So remember when David, you know, took Bathsheba from Uriah, that was Ahithophel's granddaughter. So we have reason to believe that Ahithophel was filled with bitterness against David for what happened with Bathsheba all those years. And this presented the opportunity to get back at David. So Ziba was a bold-faced liar and threw everyone under the bus. He's motivated by his self-promotion and wealth. 
Shimei will curse you to your face. He doesn't care about money. He just wants to give his opinion, and he's a cackling fool, and that's all there is to it. You can delete him, you can block him, but you don't execute him because there's just another one when he or she goes away. They'll just replace by another one in the human experience. But this guy, the betraying counselor, hit the fell. He is the one that really hurts, and he's the most dangerous one. Because he's not out front, he's in the dark places, and he's conspiring against you, and his conspiracies are good conspiracies. You know, some criminals are bad criminals. Some criminals are bad criminals. They get caught all the time. Some criminals are really good criminals, and they don't get caught. In fact, they use the laws to be criminals. That's a really smart criminal, and they're out there, and they're, they're smart. There are some very brilliant evil men on planet Earth. There are some very brilliant evil women on planet Earth. And they, they do great evil. They do such great evil against the heart of God, against the mind of God, against the purposes of God, against everything good and decent in God's universe. And they concoct, they plot, they conspire, and they plan evil from sunrise to sunset with the help of the Antichrist, the devil himself, helping them. In fact, the whole planet we know is moving toward one person with all the power of Satan using all this human brilliance because we are created in God's image. Our brains are amazing. And using all the thought processes of our brains that have billions and billions of cells and all these things doing that's insane, using all of it for evil and it's coming. It's coming to planet Earth. Because the Bible says he's coming to planet Earth. Jesus says he's coming to planet Earth. The Holy Spirit through the apostles says he's coming to planet Earth. And the book of Revelation is all about when he pretty much comes in full strength to planet Earth. So the thing about Ahithophel is he's conspiring great evil with great brilliance in the secret places against righteousness and things that are good. King David. King David is a type of Jesus. And though someone like Ahithophel would reject that reign of David, like the Antichrist and the world reject the reign of Christ, ultimately Christ will reign, and all the evil of evil men plotting with all their brilliance will not prevail. And here's the thing about Ahithophel that's very fascinating. It says that when you, when you inquired of Ahithophel, verse 23, it was this inquiring of the oracle of God. This man had the anointing of God upon his life. And as long as he was in obedience to God, his existence on planet Earth served its purpose. He spoke the word of God for God to the king of God, King David. But the moment, this is important, because he's going to send us home feeling good. The moment that Ahithophel's counsel was no longer for light and righteousness and truth, but actually for darkness and wickedness and falsehood, his purpose to exist ceased. He is, instead of being blessed of the Lord for the Lord, he's now fighting the Lord. And ultimately, when Absalom will reject his counsel, he will go home and hang himself. He will commit suicide. He will take his life because he realized once he's lost it. He's lost the power, his purpose, it's gone. It's like Judas. Once he betrayed Jesus, that was it. That was it. And here's the encouraging thought about the plots of Ahithophel. Because there are many Ahithophels plotting evil against you and me every day because we love Jesus. They're trying to change times and seasons, laws. They're trying to take that which is true and make it false. They're trying to take that which is false and make it true. 
They're, they're, they're calling good evil and evil good. We know this. I mean, again, just the insanity. I, you know, I don't talk about it much. You hope I don't get sick anytime soon because you want to hear me get up here and talk about men thinking they're pregnant. I understand. But the insanity. But there's a purpose behind it. You see, if men, if you can say men are pregnant, then, then you can remove everything that's absolute in God's universe of right and wrong. Because if the most obvious thing of a man or a woman is no longer in play, then there's no absolutes. And that's really, it's not a communist manifesto, it's a demonic manifesto. To completely delude the planet in such a way that no one believes the truth anymore and everyone believes a lie, which is exactly what the Bible tells us is going to happen in the end game. And we're told in 2 Thessalonians that the whole world will believe this delusion because they rejected the truth. And the good news in all of this is that just because people like Ahithophel are plotting and planning great evil against the righteous King David and those who follow the true King David, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, our Lord and Savior, and they are plotting evil. And they're, they're plotting all these things they can do and conspiring against what's true, just, noble, praiseworthy. They're trying to cancel us if we think, if we think that transgenderism is wrong. They're trying to cancel us because we think unborn babies should be protected because it's the most vulnerable place you can be a mother's and they're trying to cancel us and remove us from planet earth and our opinion to speak on these things in the marketplace of thought and it would seem that they're winning because they seem to control all the venues of information so they shame and they try and cancel but you cannot cancel Jesus Christ and his return and you cannot cancel absolute truth which is in Jesus Christ And this is the beauty of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. This is the beauty of the word of God and the hope of heaven for all the disciples of Jesus Christ. Earth is not our home. Heaven is our home. And we represent Christ on this planet no matter how crazy, no matter how insane it all gets. But know this, of all the plotting and evil, Psalm 2 best describes it. Why do the people rage and plan a vain thing against the Lord and his anointed? It will come to nothing because the foolishness of God is greater than the wisdom of men and the weakness of God is greater than the strength of men. And so all the Hithophels combined together on planet earth with the Antichrist himself under all the power of the devil and the false prophet of the devil cannot change the truth that Jesus Christ is Lord. He loves his church more than any entity in the universe. You and I gather here tonight under his blood, sealed by his spirit that he's coming in glory, and there'll be a day when we don't remember any of this. And the good news is no matter what Ahithophel ever plots or plans behind closed doors, it will never prosper against the Spirit of God and the truths of God in his universe. So we don't need to be moved. It is exasperating. It is frustrating. It, it, it's insane. I mean, it really is insane. But it's, been, it's just been progressively getting more insane that we don't even blink that it is so insane. I mean, it's just crazy. But it's, it's, it's not really, it's not at all the end. It's just the beginning. Because it, it, it shows us how God speaks the truth before it happens, the future before it happens. And we know that this is the delusion. And we know that no matter how delusional the devil and the Antichrist can make the planet... Truth will always be truth. And, and Christ is coming. And he will set this straight. And this will all be like a bad dream 
in a different dimension when this is said and done. But until this time, it's like the Chronicles of Narnia in the last battle. We have to stand and we have to be faithful. And if you're canceled, you're canceled. But make sure you're canceled for truth and make sure you're canceled for Jesus Christ. Don't be canceled for just any random reason. Jesus said, if the world hates you, don't be surprised. They will hate you because they hated me. And so now is a time for the church of Jesus Christ to not be unsettled by bold-faced liars who lie to our face, by cursors who curse us to our face, or plotting brilliant minds who undermine every good thing that's decent, true, noble, and praiseworthy on planet Earth and in this country, but rather to know that Christ is in control and there's work to be done, and until he calls us home, he's not done. You've been listening to the Worship Generation Radio Ministry with Pastor Joey Baran. If you would like more information about the ministry of Worship Generation, visit us online at www.worshipgeneration.com where you can listen to the podcast of today's entire message. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and our church YouTube channel. Worship Generation is located at 10350 Ellis Avenue in Fountain Valley, California. Our service times are Saturday evenings at 6 p.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. For more information about Pastor Joey personally, you can follow him on his Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube channel. Thanks for listening, and God bless. God bless.